It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Faster my crazy day. My pack commute, all those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Thank you for joining me at Locked On Bengals on Twitter. I'm James Erpine at James Erpine on Twitter as well. Man, I hope you had a great weekend. Maybe you, you went and stopped and got flowers for the missus, or maybe you, you got your Valentine's Day present for your boyfriend, husband, whatever. I hope so. Because I'm the guy that's always late and rushing and then ends up at Kroger at like after work tomorrow. So like 7 p.m. tomorrow, like, oh, I'm headed home. What am I going to do? What am I going to get her? And then the roses are gone. And the chocolates, well, all the good chocolates are gone. And then, well, what do I get her? Ah, Valentine's Day, Smalentine's Day. And I come up with this whole spiel just because I, I dropped the ball. So hopefully, one, she doesn't listen to this because, man, that would be tough. Two... Hopefully you're not in the position I am. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I'm James Rapine. A lot to get to. A lot to get to in today's show, and we're going to start with Bengals free agency. Catherine Terrell covers the Bengals for NFL Nation on ESPN.com. She wrote a piece today about the Bengals free agency this year, and the question's simple: Will they go big in free agency in 2017? And most of us who are close to the Bengals, if you're a big Bengals fan, you know that they're probably not going to sign a top free agent this offseason. That's just not what they do. It's not what they've done in the past. It's not what they're going to do this year. So that's pretty much what Catherine writes about. And she also talks about the compensatory picks and how important this draft is to the Bengals. Because they lost Marvin Jones, Muhammad Sanu, Andre Smith, and Reggie Nelson in free agency. And when you lose players in free agency, you give up compensatory selections. And that's what they did, or you get those in return. And they should get three to four. And she, she talks about that and how important it is for the Bengals to, to understand that because they're going to have like 10, 11 draft picks. So if they have that many draft picks, there's only so many roster spots. So she also does this real quick. I have to read this quote. It's from Marvin Lewis back in 2016, and I think it's interesting. And it's pretty much outlining Marvin Lewis's free agency thinking or thinking when they go into free agency. He says, quote, in the heat of battle, players revert to what they know. And that's the hard thing if you're, they're not trained through your system. When you play on bad teams, you think you have to do something supernatural to make a play happen. No, just do your job. If you do your job, the other 10 guys do their job. You're going to be okay. And that's interesting because that's how Marvin looks at it. And that's why if you look 
He he brought in Carlos Dansby last year. Played in a Super Bowl, been on plenty of winning teams. He's been on bad teams, he's been on winning teams. Brandon LaFell has a Super Bowl ring. So th- there are certain guys he looks at, targets, and, and wants to bring in. And, and my theory, and, and I get that, but if that's if that's the plan, if the plan is, oh, we're not going to go big and bring an outside free agent in, totally get it. Understand it. you got 11 draft picks. You can go out and get some complimentary guys like you have in the past. Get some guys with upside that might not be as highly touted or, or, or a player that gets released from a team and you're like, whoa, they're available? And that's worked out for him. I mean, Brandon LaFell is a perfect, a perfect example of that. But if that's going to be your logic, if that's going to be what you do, don't try to sell me on Kevin Zeitler, we're going to let him walk. Don't try to tell me you can't afford Andrew Whitworth. Don't say, well, Dre, he wanted too much pay. Because those big three, those are guys you've developed. In the heat of battle, they've been in it. They've been in the wars with you, Marvin. Dre Kirkpatrick, Kevin Zeitler, Andrew Whitworth are three of your best players. Three of your top guys. Your best corner, your best guard, your best tackle. Don't try to sell me on you're not keeping one of those guys around because you can't afford them and then say, well, we're also not going to make a splash in free agency. It doesn't work like that. If you want to be successful, you either one, you build through the draft, you keep your own guys, you keep the 27-year-old guard who has shown that he could be, I, I think Kevin Zeitler could be really, really good the next five to six years. You keep the cornerback who's coming off his best year and is six, seven years younger than the guy you paid to be your top corner. You pay Andrew Whitworth, who is still your best offensive lineman at 35 years old. You pay him. And out of those three, the one guy I'd be willing to let walk? Heck, I I would walk if I was Andrew Whitworth. But you have to be willing to let him walk. Out of the three. Age is a pain. I know Kevin Zeitler's going to be good in two years. I know Drake Kirkpatrick probably be pretty good in two years. You know who I'm not sure is going to be good next year? Andrew Whitworth. You know who I'm not sure is going to fall? Who's less likely to fall off a cliff, skills-wise, talent-wise? I love Andrew Whitworth. But out of those three, if I'm Whitworth, by the way, I'm like, nope. I'm going to hit free agency. I don't care if the Bengals offer me $25 million over two years. I'm going to hit free agency. I'm going to call Bill Belichick. I'm going to tell him I want to play two years, $16 million. Are you interested? Because I want to win, coach, and I know I can help you win, and I'm still playing at a high level. That's what I would do. I promise you that's what I would do. I would go play for the best team, and the best team is the Patriots. But if he's willing to stay here, you keep him. If those guys are willing to stay here, you keep them. And I can make the case that they'd be fine without Dre Kirkpatrick, and I, and I know they would. Actually, I, I know they'd be fine. But Kevin Zeitler, out of the three... You have to keep him. And if you're going to let Dre walk because he, get, he becomes too pricey, or you're going to let Andrew Whitworth walk because either one, he doesn't want to be here, he wants to chase a ring, or two, he gets too pricey, then you need to use that money. You need to use that money elsewhere. You, need to, you can't be afraid to go out and make a splash in free agency, whether it's on a pass rusher, whether it's at cornerback. There's other cornerbacks out there that are better than Dre Kirkpatrick, whether it's at another position. There will be players out there, and I talked about wide receiver last week. It doesn't have to be wide receiver. But the Bengals' message 
they're talking out of both sides of their mouth if they're going to say, yeah, we're not going to make big splashes in free agency. Yeah, we like building through the draft and keeping our own. We like our own guys, man. And then they let their own guys walk. That can't happen. And I know they, they tried to keep Marvin Jones last year. I know they really wanted Marvin Jones, okay? But they didn't get him. And that hurt them. They still haven't found a replacement for Marvin Jones. It's been a year. Don't give me the Brandon LaFell. He did not replace Marvin Jones. Don't look at the stats. Watch watch the games. If you watch the games, you could tell the moment A.J. Green went down, there, there was no cornerback that played the Bengals that was worried about any other wide receivers going deep. There was no cornerback, there was no defense that was set up to be even semi-worried about a deep threat. Marvin Jones would have brought that. So to me, you lost some last year and you got worse. If you're going to be this organization that builds through the draft and gets better in the draft and keeps your own guys, well, damn well, you better spend the money when they come up. Kevin Zeitler's a, a first-round pick. Drake Kirkpatrick's a first-round pick. You valued those guys. Keep them. Andrew Whitworth's been the best player on this team for a while, at least on the offensive line. Keep him. It's that simple. And if you lose one of those guys, use that money and get better elsewhere. It's, it, it's not, I promise you it's not rocket science. It's, it, it's logic. They have the money right now. Right now, without releasing Adam Jones, without releasing Ray Maluga, they should do both to pay all their big three. Kevin Zeitler, okay, Andrew Whitworth, Drake Kirkpatrick. They could pay all three of those guys. They could free up more cap space by releasing Adam Jones, by releasing Ray Maluga. What would that do? That'd free up about $10 million. $9.5, million, $10 million. Then they could use that on keeping Brandon LaFell and keeping getting a pass rusher like Jabal Sheard from New England, like some some guys that are just okay, not great, not bad, good enough, could be an upgrade here, an upgrade there. And then they can use their 11 draft picks to get better in the draft, starting at number nine when they could do anything from running back to wide receiver to linebacker to edge, edge rusher. That's what they could do. And that's what I would do. Because what you're going to do then is you're going to keep your best players that, that hit free agency. You'll keep some mid-level guys, add a couple of mid-level guys, and then you're going to bring in these young guys. And at nine, you should get an impact player at nine that can come in right now and play. Then you get William Jackson the third back. Then you get um, Andrew Billings back, who they liked a lot last year. And then, boom, your roster's upgraded. Or they could do what I'm worried about them doing. Which is, oh, well, we couldn't pay Kevin Zeitler, but we got Andrew Whitworth. Or we couldn't pay Dre Kirkpatrick, but we kept Kevin. That's fine. And honestly, out of the three, it's it's so apparent to me. Keep Zeitler. If you can't keep Whit because he wants to move on, then don't. But I, th- I think he wants to be here. But if I, I don't know if I would if I was him. And then Dre, if he hits free agency, man, his money might go up like crazy. Who knows? So I could see losing him just because the offer becomes too great. I'm not paying Dre Kirkpatrick $12 million a year. Okay? I'm not paying him $13 million per because he's not that guy. He's not that type of corner. He's replaceable. I'm willing to run William Jackson the third out there or Darquez Denard out there. Like it or not, you invested first-round picks in those guys for a reason. But if you're unable to retain Dre, 
are unable to retain Andrew Whitworth. Heck, if something happens where you can't keep Kevin Zeitler, who should be your number one, two, and three priority in free agency, spend the money elsewhere. Go get Kenny Stills. Go get Deshaun Jackson. Go get a free agent pass rusher that can be a game changer right away. Go get a different corner, a a mid-level veteran corner that can help bridge the gap between Darquez Denard and Dre Kirkpatrick. Do that. Don't tell me you don't have the money. And also, don't try to sell me on this. You like your own guys, and then you're going to let them walk. Let's hear about a contract extension for Kevin Zeitler getting done. Five years, $52 million. Let's do it. Let's get something done. Then maybe, just maybe, you'll contend next year. But if you're going to lose Dre, or you're going to lose Witt, or you're going to lose Zeitler, and then you're expecting rookies to come in and play right away and be such an upgrade, and you're not going to upgrade at all in free agency anywhere, then you're going to lose. It's that simple. And you could say, oh, no, that's not true. Look at what Green Bay does. Look at them. Look at what Green Bay does. They build through the draft. And without Aaron Rodgers, they would have won four games. That's an awful roster. That's not a good roster. Everyone praises Green Bay like they're the best franchise. And all they do is build through the draft. And they had Brett Favre. And then they had Aaron Rodgers. That roster is awful. That's, it's awful. And so many teams get praised when they don't make splashes in free agency. You know who's made splashes in free agency? Literally every team that's made a run or Super Bowl run recently. New England, Seattle, Denver. So don't tell me that. And those guys, by the way, they're elite quarterbacks. You guys know I don't think Andy's elite. So that means you need to make even more moves. <laughs> Get even more talent around him. So don't be afraid to go after a Deshaun Jackson or a Kenny Stills. Also, don't be afraid to pay Kevin Zeitler. You spent a first-round pick on him for a reason. To me, if you're the Bengals and you want to keep your own guys and you want to use the draft to get better at wide receiver and running back and linebacker and pass rusher, that's fine because you got a bunch of holes and you're going to have 10 to 11 draft picks. I get it. I understand the logic. But don't be afraid of free agency. Winning teams aren't afraid of free agency. Winning teams get better in free agency. And I want you, I want the Bengals to be a winning team. And the way they become a winning team is they're open to anything. They don't get surprised if Drake Kirkpatrick gets $14 million and leaves. They're not shocked if Andrew Whitworth says, screw you guys, I'm going to New England. Nope, nope, they're prepared. Boop, boop. And they also, they're not afraid to move on from a guy like Adam Jones. They're not afraid to move on from Ray Maluga, guys that have been here. They're not afraid to move on from a, a Domata Pecco unless he's willing to take a one-year deal at a, you know, one million per, one and a half million per. I don't want the Bengals to just go through the motions and keep their mid-level guys and let one of their big guys walk without replacing them with an upgraded position elsewhere. Like if you're going to get worse at guard and let Kevin Zeitler go, get better at at wide receiver. Or if you're going to get worse at tackle and let Andrew Whitworth go, get better at pass rusher. If you're going to get worse at cornerback, at a defensive end because your corners are going to need help. Like to me, it all bleeds together and you should have the front office should have a plan. Well, if we can't get this guy, this is our target. If we can't get that guy, this is our target. And then you see what happens, but you just got to be open in free agency. You can't just say, ah, 
let's disregard free agency. Then you end up, I hate to say it, man. You guys are going to kill me for this. Like Green Bay. Average to below average roster. Just eh, players. Just eh. That whole roster is just bleh. It's Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of bleh. And that's why they couldn't even compete with Atlanta. They could not even compete, but they couldn't compete with Atlanta. It wasn't because of Rodgers. Rodgers is twice the quarterback Matt Ryan is. It's just from 2 to 53, Atlanta was much better, both sides of the ball. So, yes, the Bengals, they need to add speed on defense, speed on offense. They have a bunch of holes. And, yes, they'll address a bunch of them in the draft with their 10 to 11 draft picks. But if they get worse with one of their big three leaving, whether it's Dre Kirkpatrick, whether it's Andrew Whitworth or Kevin Zeitler, I want them to get better at another position because that's a lot of money that they'll be saving that they could put into another position. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Also, I found this interesting. Victor Cruz was released today. And you guys know how much I love wide receivers. You guys love it. Love how much or or know how much I love wide receivers. You guys just because I talk about them a lot. I talked about them last week. And I've gotten this on Twitter. Victor Cruz to the Bengals. And my response is simple to this one. Uh, How about a big no? I don't want Victor Cruz anywhere near the Bengals. He's a slot wide receiver that's 30 years old, that's past his prime, that hasn't been good in three and a half, four years, and hasn't had a thousand yard season since 2012. The last time Victor Cruz was good was 2012. 2013, he was pretty good. Got injured in 2014, missed 2015. He scored two touchdowns in three years. He plays slot. You know who else plays slot? Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd better than Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz had 39 receptions for 586 yards, one touchdown this past year. Tyler Boyd, who to me was underused, underappreciated at times, especially when the Bengals needed a spark, still had 54 receptions, 603 yards, and a touchdown. Don't don't tell me Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz isn't getting open outside. He's not a deep threat, and he's 30 going on 31 with a bunch of injuries. Let someone else pick him up. If I'm the Bengals, I, and they're not. They're not going to entertain this. Like, I know, like, I, I don't think, I think it's a long shot they entertain Deshaun Jackson or Kenny Stills. I think Deshaun's probably a little more likely. But, like, there's zero chance they go after Victor Cruz. Zero. You guys can quote me on that. Zero chance. There's none. They, they won't even. They're laughing right now at me having to address this. But it's okay. It's okay because any free agent you guys want to bounce off me, I definitely want to hear about it because. You never know. There are certain ideas that that are going to come from you guys that I didn't think about, and then we'll talk about it, and we'll discuss it, and it'll make for a good podcast. So, yes, Victor Cruz, I just don't think it makes sense for the Bengals. I do think, yeah, he can be serviceable elsewhere. There'll be a team that is interested in Victor Cruz. It's just not the Bengals. They have their slot receiver. They need an outside guy with speed. Tomorrow, Joe Goodberry is going to join us to talk about the draft. I'm going to ask him. I watched Corey Davis from Western Michigan. I watched him over the weekend. We will talk about him. We will also talk about Mike Williams from Clemson. That dude, that wide receiver, is he better than Corey Davis? Get that answer and so much more on tomorrow's show. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you for listening. At Locked on Bengals on Twitter. At James Rapine on Twitter. You can email me. 
James Rapine at iHeartMedia.com. And until tomorrow, appreciate you listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.